April 19th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, Baby Mama Drama, plus a donkey punch for the ages, a new YouTube series where you just, like, confess your rape fantasies, I guess, and which congresswoman is a stupid Jew-loving bitch with bad highlights? Find out today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents the continuing adventures of Dave the Shit Pig. I'm a dirty shit pig. Fucking love getting covered in shit. Wanna see some? Yeah. Oh, let's get that big dildo up that shitty hole. Yeah? Mm-hmm. 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 Look at it all. Mm-hmm. Oh. Dirty fucking shit pig. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh, I wish I had some tea at a slam. Oh. I'm a fucking dirty shit pig. Yes, I am. Oh. Fuck me, yeah. Mm, mm, oh, fuck. Oh, oh. Mm, 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 mm. More shit. More shit. Oh. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Wait a minute. Where's the joke? Thanks, my bitch ass sissy pussy quiver. If I were to molest somebody. I definitely would have done anal no matter what. Hi, Galileo2233. All right, hey, Freaks, Tim back here with you for the Wednesday edition of Distorted View Daily. Have a great program today. I ran across a really interesting YouTube series called Mask Off. Ooh, mysterious. Uh, In it, they gather seven people from the same, like, demographic they're going after. So, like, uh, in one video, it's seven white dudes. I don't know how they managed to track seven of them down. It must have been an exhaustive year-long search. Round of applause to the casting department of Mask Off. They all deserve a raise. Seriously, all they had to do was open their door and scream, I've got some natty light in porn. Who's in? And, you know, white guys would just flock. As for the the rest of the premise, they, they have the guys put on masks, which is funny because the show is called Mask Off. It's dark. They can't really see anything. Their voices are disguised. They've got complete anonymity. The whole point is to make these guys feel comfortable that their identities won't be revealed and they can talk about how they really feel about issues. So uh, they're all asked questions and we get an idea of what these people really believe. Let me play you a little bit of one here. This will give you a good idea of, of what the show's all about. Have you ever been confused by consent before? So a question is posed and all these guys can sort of like buzz in and uh, their answer is displayed up on a wall, right? Either in red or blue. Agree or disagree. Three people agree that they've had some issues with consent. They got a little confused. There have been instances where, you know, in terms of friends, relationships, whatever, I can go too far because I misinterpreted consent and just because people seem comfortable with something you kind of go along with it you know it's interesting only the guys who said they uh, they've been confused about consent get to speak here and you know kind of explain themselves but i feel the question was worded poorly i want to hear uh, from some of the guys who weren't confused by consent i wasn't confused at all she made it very clear she didn't want to have sex 
I just didn't care. Because when I got a nut, I got a nut. Am I right, boys? Give me five. Up here. Anyone? Come on, guys. Y'all suck. Before we move on with a different group of people, uh, here's another question to the white boys. Ah. Women have more power than me. Everyone disagreed with that. They didn't get a very good mixture of white guys. These must be all like hippie, dippy, liberal dudes who are all sensitive and in touch with their emotions. They, didn't, they couldn't get one asshole on the panel. You know, and it's interesting, even though, you know, the whole point of the show is that everyone's anonymous. I still feel like there was a bit of peer pressure to go with that answer, because even though everyone said women don't have more power than men, one of the guys then gives an example of a woman having more power than him. I was uh, harassed by a superior uh, who was a woman at a previous job, like repeatedly harassed. I reported it to my boss, who was a white male. And he just laughed it off and said, uh, you know, toughen up, buttercup. He looked at me and said, you're complaining because a female grabbed your ass and said you had a nice bulge in your pants. What are you, a fucking fruit? Get out of my office. That guy was the head of HR. When women are harassed, I think if I was a woman and I reported harassment. Gotta be honest with you, you kind of sound like a woman here. Oh, my boss propositioned me for sex and I cried like a bitch. Especially right now with Me Too and everything, CEO would see a huge red flag, a huge possible controversy. Yeah, that's why it's so great to be a lady right now. It truly is the golden age of womanhood. If you're a woman and you get fondled or you get raped, don't sweat it. Just report it to corporate or the cops. They'll do something about it. It's like no big deal. You report it, then you move on with your day. Easy peasy, but not for guys who are going through this. Poor, poor men. Why do women hold all the cards? It's like everything is stacked against guys. Someday maybe the balance will shift in our favor, but until then, we're just stuck here struggling. It was really hard. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, uh... And I was really scared and like if I didn't have some, you know, good women in my life and, and um, some good people, um, I wouldn't have taken action. And by that I mean, I hunted the bitch down and I slit her fucking throat. The good women in my life helped me bury the body. I've had fantasies. That word was rape. I've had rape fantasies. Surprisingly, one person lit up with, agree, yeah, that's something that's happened. Again, though, you get the sense that after he locked his answer in, he looked all around and saw everyone else say they didn't have rape fantasies. And so he kind of walks it back rather quickly. Oh, okay. Um, so I said yes, because like, I can't think of a specific time, but like, I believe I have at one point. It yeah, already it's like, oh, you want, you want me to go? No one else said yes. I'm the only one, but I, I don't even know what I was thinking. I didn't, I never even, I can't even tell you a time where I had a particular fantasy or I don't even think I have had one, but I, the reason why I, but you, you said rap, right? Rap fantasy? Like, I mean, because yeah, who hasn't dreamed of being Eminem? Have you seen 8 Mile? What a charmed life. I can't believe none of the other guys had rap fantasies. I thought it was pretty common. Be a big successful rapper. Money, fame, plus think of all the women you can drug and rape and not get in trouble. 
scratch that last part. So I said yes because like, I can't think of a specific time, but like I believe I have at one point, it's more like role-playing under very strict guidelines. Oh, sure, sure. Okay, fuck you. It's fantasy, it's games. That's what he was talking about. Let's move on to another group. How about some feminists? Let's see if feminists can be real. The first question. I have slut shamed someone. Well, let's see here. All, yeah, pretty much all women, and they're being honest, every single woman has slut shamed. Why is it so bad when guys do it then? Hell yeah, I have. <laughs> you need to start leading by example, ladies. I mean, I probably did it last week. You know what I mean? Like, I think I don't do it to people's faces, but like, misogyny runs so deep. Ultimately, it's men's fault. Okay, great. Yeah, it's the misogyny that's making you call her a slut. I'm going to think bad things about a girl that's prettier than me. I'm going to like, oh, you know, a slut. I'm going to think that. How can you blame that part on misogyny? The part where, you you know, you want to hurt someone's feeling. You want to make someone feel bad because they're prettier than you. I think that's this is like one time where you just, you can't blame the dudes. Any other good questions here? I've used my sexuality for personal gain. Well, I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't see a problem if guys do it or women do it, right? You know, you gotta, you gotta use whatever you have. Four agree with that. Four people have used their sexuality for gain. Listen, if I'm gonna be oppressed for it, (laughs) I'm gonna use it to my advantage when I want to. Like this is uh, just an observation from a a white guy here. But did you notice that like? They always justify their answers by kind of being a victim. Like the first one was like, look, the reason why I, a female, slut shamed another female is because the misogyny. And this one, it's like, look, I am oppressed. I'm an oppressed woman. So yes, I'm going to use my sexuality. I wanted to move on to another group of uh, people here, but uh, the feminist ones are so good. They're good questions. Like this next one. Not all women should be believed. All right. Remember, you're anonymous, ladies. Be truthful. Okay, I'm going to start here. It's interesting. There were some uh, answers being changed. I think it landed on five women agreeing with that statement. I think that the first thing that jumped into my head that made me like go with, like, I agree with this is all those stupid ass white women that call the cops irresponsibly and without reading. Again, there's like this weird justification by blaming other people. Oh, uh, we can't we can't believe all women because of white women. Sort of They're where the my problem. logic went in on this, not so much regarding like SA and stuff like that, because I would support any woman in that. Even if she's lying, I'm still gonna believe her. Wow. I think for me it comes from the like the misogynistic like idea that Again with the misogyny. I don't even want to go any further with that. We have to move on, but there, you know, they had a bunch of episodes. They asked uh, teen boys and teen girl questions. The teen boy questions were like, have you ever felt self-conscious about your penis size? And have you ever watched porn? I mean, you can pretty much guess the answers. They weren't exactly riveting questions, real probing. I think the premise uh, for this show is awesome. The questions they ask, though, so far have been awful, except for the ones I featured. I picked out the good ones. Do better, Jubilee. That's who posted this, by the way. Some channel named Jubilee. They post the most insane videos, by the way. They play games like, um, we've got six gay bottoms and one imposter gay bottom. (laughs) Can the guys figure out who's the fake gay bottom? 
It's like, why? who cares? Like, why? What is the point of that video? Six plus size people versus one fake fat ass. Can you pick out? Can you figure out who the real fat person is? I guess they're all blindfolded and they just have to ask questions and stuff. It's really bizarre, I, but I'm fascinated. I'm going to link to one of these videos here for you to check out. It's titled men rank themselves by penis size. So the dudes just look at each other. They don't look at their cocks. They just look. They try to figure out which guy is going to have the biggest dick. And then it's actually measured by a medical professional. The real uh, tragedy in all of this, it's a great tragedy. Uh, it's that uh, these videos are posted on YouTube, so you don't really get to see anything good. Still, you know, it's, it's a fun game to play along at home. Let's move on. We have featured someone by the name of Baby Daddy Superstar once or twice on the podcast. He's this guy who is desperate to have kids and get married. I'm pretty sure he has a bunch of different children already, but he's always looking to add more. He has posted hundreds of videos asking women to marry him. Number 65, June 5th, 2021. Once in a while, I visit all of the places in Selkirk where we made love. Fuck, we're so hot together. Tarion, will you marry me? All right, let's play another one. Number 350. Mark. Now we're up to three. video 350. Number 350, March 17th, 2022. Hey, happy St. Patrick's Day, Barb and Rocks. I hope you have a great day. Look at the Irish to you. And hey, I love you so Baby mama superstars, will you marry me? I'm pretty sure all these women that he wants to marry uh, don't want to marry him, but they do have children with him. There can only be one Barbara. Like Barbara. Barbara is a name I hear a lot. There can only be one Roxanne. And Roxanne. Thank you for making our babies who are also one of a kind. There's also someone by the name of Sydney or Sid. In some of his videos, he'll just display some text. Like stories he's working on. For instance, in one of them, it, it says here, I want to make out with your breasts until they reach the floor. <laughs> and you're in your 70s, Sydney. I fucking love you. Your nose ring looks pretty and your face turns me on. Thanks for being my baby mama. So they have a they have a child together, I guess. Here's another day of me asking you to marry me. I love you so much. You accused me of sleeping with a woman named Ocean, whom I never met, and then you punched me in the face <laughs> and ran out of the building. You're always safe around me, Sydney. Doesn't sound like you're safe around her. You should stop punching me. <laughs> but I know when you do get so angry that you strike me, I know I can handle my temper and keep you safe. I love you, so your safety and our daughter's safety is always going to be a priority. After we fuck, you smell like a meadow. It seems that this relationship in particular, the one with Sydney, seems to be a bit complex. As far as I can tell, and I hope I have all the details right, they produced a child named Cam or Cameron. Although Sydney didn't want this guy to know she had the baby. She told him she had an abortion. In one of the letters, uh, it says here, if we have another baby, please let me cut the umbilical cord. I forgive you for telling me you aborted Cam and then having her, naming her, and cutting her umbilical cord without me. Even after all of that, he still wants to marry her. He says, out of all the butts in the world, yours is the sexiest. Thanks. Uh, will you marry me? All right, so you get the idea. Let's turn our attention now back to the videos. I think there's some new developments uh, starting about five or six days ago with Sydney. That jealous bitch. Did she not let you cut another umbilical cord? 
I'm guessing the marriage proposal has been rescinded. We all know that Sydney framed me. Uh-oh. We all know she degraded Cameron constantly forever. Well, that's the baby, Cameron. We all know that she's just the worst mother in the world. And just to prove my point, um, for no reason whatsoever, she actually sent cops to my work today. And it was one of those things like, I didn't do anything, I just caught her cheating, so... I know I kind of said goodbye to my boss and I'm on my way now. Yet around the same time, he posted this video. I love you, Sydney! It's kind of a schizophrenic relationship, right? Fuck you, God! Fuck you! I love her so much! Fuck you, God! Whatever I did, just bring her back to me! Oh, by the way, he's dating someone else at this point, but he's still obviously in love with Cindy. Fucking love you, Cindy, you fucking whore! Sydney. He really runs uh, hot and cold when it comes to her. Turns out Sydney does have a new baby and all that. Congratulations to Sydney, you know, I have respect for all that. Yeah, it sounds like Sydney has moved on with her life. I mean, I don't know why she supposedly called the cops on you. But I literally, I literally have the best fucking fiance in the world. And we're going to fucking build and we have everything that we need together. So, yeah, he's trying to convince us his life is great. And then he starts talking about his other baby mamas. And like, congratulations to Barb. She's probably going to have more babies, Bailey and stuff like that. And congratulations to Roxanne. She has a new baby coming up in July. And congratulations to Sydney, who has a new baby. And uh, I hope that Cheyenne and I eventually have a new baby and that we build a family. Oh, Cheyenne is the new girlfriend. Together. And I hope that one day, one day, far, far down the line, my baby mother's my fiance who will be my wife and our future children i hope that all of us all get along like friends one day oh yeah yeah you should all you should all hang out together that won't cause any problems that sounds like a brilliant well thought out idea especially because again just a few days prior you did this i love you sydney can't imagine the fiance would be pleased hearing that Watching these videos, your your head really does start to spin because things hap- happen so quick, right? Just to add, though, it doesn't piss me off that Sydney has more children. In fact, I've been saying that all along in my videos past. I've always said, I hope that my baby mothers have more children and get married eventually because that is what I want. I guess that sounds healthy. The win is the next time you're in a relationship with anybody, try not to hurt their feelings. And if you can stop yourself, you know, choose not to hurt their feelings. Right. Be careful with your words, is what you're saying. Did you have anything else you wanted to add about uh, Sydney? Sydney will always be a terrible person. Oh. That's all there is to it. And she'll always be a gross meth head, cocor piece of shit. What happened to her not hurting their feelings? I mean, at least he is uh, congratulating her on uh, the new baby, though. You know, he seemed to be okay with that. Uh, I know. Sydney, Sydney has some ugly kid. I saw her walking around with some ugly kid in the stroller, and I assumed that was her because it looked kind of like Sydney a bit. And that ugly-ass kid of hers, like, you know I mean? that Cameron will be the brother or sister of that ugly-ass kid, you know? And Cameron will always be smarter and more talented than her, any of her other kids. He's dealing with this in the healthiest way possible. I really feel like he's uh, gained uh, some perspective on this relationship. I love you, Sydney! And she'll always be a gross meth head, cocor piece of shit. Well, the heart wants what the heart wants, I guess. I love that the only time he talks about the fiance is when he's bragging. Like, like when he hears something about Sydney. Yeah, well, you know, me and my fiance are great because we're actually in love. And, you know, we're going to have a family. He never mentions her otherwise. It's always screaming Sydney. Turns out she has another ugly fucking child. And we know. Sydney's always been a fucking piece of garbage. Okay. But is what it is, yo. Um, thanks for listening. That's just what's going on in my life right now. And Sydney, if you're watching, fuck you. I love you. You're fat.
Please marry me. Drop dead, bitch. We belong together. You're my everything. I want to make love to you. You've got the ugliest fucking kid I've ever seen in my life. This is the most bipolar shit I think we've ever played on the podcast. Worthless piece of trash, Sydney. I want to suck your tits while they're hanging down to your knees. I mean, what a beautiful love letter that was. Can't believe that relationship didn't work out. Speaking of making beautiful love, I want to point out that Efucked is back with a new edition of Camtastrophes. These are always fun, people on cam having sex. Usually it's uh, like amateur stuff. In some way, shape, or form, things go wrong. Uh, I'm going to play just a, f- a few clips from Camtastrophes number eight. Here is a, a woman getting fucked from behind. With a roughneck nigga on it. And she's like singing or rapping or something while she's doing it. All right, so she's into this. Neck nigga on the tongue. He just want to send me on a matter with the grrr. I want up doing that. Do shit for fun. I ain't coming on a man laying in my body. You dumb? Oh, oh. Well, that's him punching the shit out of the back of her head. Damn! Oh my god! Like that is ve- like with his bare hands. I mean, obviously she's into this. Maybe. I mean, she's knocked the fuck out at this point. The rapping has stopped, and that's the day the music died. Also, this woman is close to death. He keeps going, man. Also painful is the classic accidental anal insertion. <laughs> Whoops. She gave the ay ay ay, and she's not even Mexican, you know? She's just she's black. I mean, the guy does have a big dick. If you want to see that in a bunch of other camtastrophes, check out efuck.com. I'll leave you with this last one. A guy is obviously, like, jerking off on cam or taking dirty selfies to send to some bitch uh, and his mom walks in. He tries to explain it away. It exercises like this. Look on YouTube. Kind of hard to understand what he's saying there, but I believe the explanation he's giving to his mom is uh, it's an exercise. <laughs> it's an exercise. You can find it on YouTube, he says. Mom was not born yesterday, though. I think something is, is really wrong with you. Exercising. Jogging. Yeah. Oh, he'd already done his push-ups, you see. He's moved on to cock curls or free lifting his dick or whatever. Now, mom at this point has been befuddled. That's what you can tell in her voice. Like, I, th- I think something is wrong with you. What? You know, she's confused, but that confusion quickly turns to anger. Okay, look. Why are you fucking naked? Look. One. Why are you fucking naked, Zay? Show you on YouTube that what you make. Um, YouTube. Put some goddamn clothes on, Zay. You doing stupid? I'm thinking, put some goddamn clothes on, Zay. I'm showing you the, the, the routine. Okay. Why are you fucking naked? She knows it has nothing to do with YouTube. You're not gonna find naked exercising on YouTube, and you sure as fuck can't upload videos of your floppy dick over there on that service. I don't even think you could say the word floppy dick without getting in trouble. That's how I got demonetized the last time. 
Speaking of angry people, that brings us to our last video before we get into the news. Yes, it's another airplane freakout. Tensions were already running high. The, you know, the passengers boarded the plane and the plane did not take off. They were sitting around in that plane for like, I don't know, 45 minutes or something. One of the passengers happened to be a baby. And you know what babies do? They shit and they cry. One dude could not handle it a second longer. The baby wouldn't shut the fuck up. It's infuriating, I know, but there's really nothing you can do about it. It sucks. Now, I don't know if this passenger who got angry was a first-time flyer. Maybe he just didn't know that he doesn't get to call the shots here. He thinks he has a right to a comfortable flight. Motherfucker riding in coach. This must be his first time. There's nothing comfortable about uh, riding in a plane. I had headphones on. I was screaming. Why is the baby yelling? I'm not screaming. They want me to scream. They want me to scream. Don't fucking scream. I mean, he is screaming. He's the only person I can hear over the baby. And the baby is screaming. Have you like? Does this guy not have kids? I mean, do you not know? You can't just tell a baby to shut the fuck up. It's gonna, it's gonna cry if it wants to cry. I mean, we could try smothering the thing or putting it in the overhead compartment. I don't know if. Those things are soundproof. All right, trying to go the racial route. Let's see where that gets you. I mean, we all know the answer to this, of course. It's an airplane. You have absolutely no leverage here, sir. We are in we are in a fucking tin can with a baby in a goddamn echo chamber, and you want to talk to me about being Okay. Okay. okay, because you're, you're yelling. So That's is the baby. baby. Okay, so Good point. <laughs> Counterpoint. You're a man. Did yep. that motherfucker pay extra The baby's a baby. You're a man. Fuck you and shut up. Yeah, now the rest of the <laughs> the rest of the plane is getting in on it. They don't like this guy telling him to shut up. I don't give a fuck. You, you were you were sitting there watching that motherfucking baby cry for forty five minutes. That shit didn't have nothing to do with nothing. Okay. Okay. Fuck, lower that baby's voice. He's an asshole. As is the case frequently in these freakouts, all of the passengers had to deplane. Naturally, the man was not happy, not going. The last shot is uh, at the airport where police are talking to this guy and eventually taking him away. I don't think he's going to get arrested for this, of course, but I also don't think he's going to be getting on uh, a plane anytime soon. I don't know how this typically works out. Would you make like a huge stink, you know, a, a, like a public freakout situation on a plane? Does the airline just ban you or are you just put into a system and like you're not flying on any plane for a while? Call into the voicemail line if you know. All right. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news right now. You know, last month we did uh, an entire week of Sideshow exclusive programs. In May, we're going to try uh, doing something a little bit different. I don't know if it's going to be for the whole month or just a couple of weeks, but 
We're going to flip the days around. Uh, what does that mean exactly? Well, you know, typically on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, there are free episodes of DV for absolutely everyone. And then on Tuesday and Thursday, we do sideshow exclusive episodes. In May, we're going to be doing three sideshow exclusive episodes every week and two free shows. You want to make sure to get every single episode of DV and not miss a thing. You got to become a member. Superfreaksideshow.com. Again, every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Memberships are very inexpensive, by the way. Only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Don't forget, if you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can get uh, brand new Sideshow exclusive episodes in those apps just by signing up for Sideshow access in app. It's very easy. Just a few taps. If you use Apple Podcasts, you could pay with Apple Pay. You'll get all of the uh, the new exclusive shows right alongside the free episodes in your feed. It's very cool, very easy. For all the information on uh, the different ways to sign up and what that means, go to distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive, so it's a great time to sign up. Final way to help the show out, and believe me, I could use all the help I can get. This isn't exactly the Joe Rogan podcast. Like, uh, Spotify is not throwing millions of dollars my way. I'm happy to report that no major podcasting platform or provider has ever made an offer to acquire Distorted View Daily. Ta-da! Not that I would ever take them up on the offer. It's so important that we remain independent. I would never compromise my vision for DV just for a payday. That's why I'm stuck making five figures a year and not even like upper five figures. That's why being a, a Patreon supporter is so important. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit of helps. Patreon.com slash distorted view. If you pledge at least $5 a month, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Okay. Three very quick stories now. First up. Well, we've got an update to something we talked about on yesterday's Sideshow exclusive podcast. That extreme right-wing guy who thinks he's a time traveler, Ali Alexander, he's in trouble because some text messages were released where he was, like, messaging young boys, like 15-year-olds, wanting to have them send dick pics and stuff. You know, he's obviously a homosexual, a very horny right-wing homosexual. Well, now Marjorie Taylor Greene has joined the fray. She has condemned Stop the Steal organizer Ollie Alexander for being an alleged predator, adding that white nationalist Nick Fuentes knew about this man's behavior. Alexander, a former ally of Donald Trump and Fuentes, has been accused of asking teenage boys within Fuentes' movement for sex pics. Addressing the allegations in a statement after the story broke, uh, Alexander wrote to apologize for any inappropriate messages sent over the years, saying that he had repented before God. So y'all should just step off. God's cool with it. You should be, too. He added, when I flirted or others have flirted with me. That's the funniest part of this whole statement. I mean, have you ever seen Ali Alexander? Ooh, people call him Scammy Davis Jr. He does kind of look like Sammy Davis Jr. All right. Uh, when I flirted or others have flirted with me, I've flexed my credentials or dropped corny pickup lines. Despite his apologies, Alexander said nothing unlawful has occurred. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday on the show. Many within the America's first movement is asking whether Fuentes knew about Alexander's behavior and chose to ignore it. Among the latter, there's Green, one of the most prominent and loyal Trump supporters, sharing an article from the Daily Beast about the accusations against Alexander. The Georgia congresswoman tweeted, This is disgusting 
textbook predation of young boys, and Nick Fuentes was in on it. Hashtag Nick knew. She went on to say, I guess this is a quote from the article, in exchange for recanting his accusation, Nick Fuentes and Ali Alexander offered the boy to get him a job in politics. So the the real update here, and the reason why I'm bringing this up today is because now... Ali Alexander, who maybe should be keeping his mouth shut at this point, like sit this fight out. You're, you know, you're already in trouble. So now Ali Alexander is mad at Marjorie Taylor Greene, and so is Nick Fuentes. Uh, Ali tweeted, Marjorie Taylor Greene loved me until in 2022, I exposed the fact that Marjorie Taylor Greene committed a crime. Now she's trying to intimidate me and other right wingers with smears and lies so I don't expose her crime. I have the receipts and I will not be intimidated. Remember this night? And then he posts a photo of the two together, kind of proving that they were buddy buddy. More fun is what Nick Fuentes had to say. Nick, of course, hates the Jews. Big fan of Hitler. He's been advising Kanye West on Kanye's presidential uh, plans. Also totally supporting Kanye on the whole I hate Jews thing. It just came out today, as a matter of fact, that Kanye so far this year alone has paid Nick uh, $30,000 in advising fees. Anyway, here's what Nick had to say about uh, MTG. You know what? (laughs) You know what? You know what? You know what? Fuck you, bitch. He sounds like a drunk guy at a bar who's trying to make a point. You know, let me just tell you, you know what? You know what? You know what, Marjorie, you stupid bitch. (laughs) It's on sight. I declare war on Marjorie Taylor Greene. Metaphorically, not personally, (laughs) you stupid fucking bitch. You're ugly. You wear highlights in your hair. Nick, you're not helping the argument that you yourself are a homosexual. You know, you were caught going on a date with a cat boy. He kind of hides behind this whole voluntarily celibate thing. He's like, I've got an important role to play. I'm fighting for the future of the country. I don't have time to be dating. When in reality, it's, you know, it's because he wants to fuck guys. That's my theory. Anyway, you know, if you get on mic and you're all catty, Listen, you stupid bitch with your highlights in your hair, your fucking knockoff Prada. You do, you, you're coming off a little swishy. You wear highlights in your hair and you're fucking stupid and we hate you. <laughs> he fights like a dumb gay five-year-old. You, you've got a stupid face. Yo, get this. You see her tweet? Check yo, watch this. She retweeted an article from Daily Beast trying to smear me. How low can this woman go? She's best friends with pedophile Jew Milo Yiannopoulos. What's worse, being a pedophile or a Jew? You know, in Nick's eyes. I mean, he started off with pedophile. You always want to start off strong, but you also want to finish strong. Who's living in her campaign house with his black husband. Emphasize the black. I'm going to Northwest Georgia. We're buying ads. We're putting up a website. I don't care what the outcome is. Every voter in Northwest Georgia is going to know this woman hired a pedophile Jew named Milo. You really could just say pedophile. Like, you know, that'll get people upset enough. We're putting on on the ad. We're putting it on the website. Don't forget to mention the black husband. We're putting it on the billboard. It's on site. Marjorie Green, number one enemy of the America First movement. You heard it here first. 
Oh, I love the infighting. It's got everything. Jews, blacks, pedophiles, bad highlights. This shit is gay catnip. I can't get enough of it. All right, so that's the latest update on Ollie Alexander, Nick Fuentes, and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, they need to star in their own reality show, like the real white nationalists of Washington, D.C. or something. I don't know. Bravo, pick up that show. Love it. All right, uh, let's move on. Second story we have for you today. It seems like everyone is searching out fame. That's the ultimate goal. Well, the individual in this next story somehow managed to achieve it. Millions of eyes saw the man. He appeared on the number one streaming service, Netflix. Boom, instantly famous. That's the good news. The bad news is he wasn't looking for fame and a documentary mistook him for a hatchet-wielding killer. Yeah, well, it didn't paint him in the best light, but still, it got his face out there. Well, now a Kentucky man filed a lawsuit in Dallas County this week against Netflix, alleging the streaming giant used his picture in a documentary about a hatchet-wielding hitchhiker who was convicted of murder. Taylor Hazelwood, the man suing Netflix for defamation, alleges that Netflix took a picture from his personal Instagram page and placed it in the documentary, mistakenly using Hazelwood's photo in a scene about a stone-cold killer. The documentary, The Hatchet-Wielding Hitchhiker, premiered in January and tracked the rise and fall of Caleb Kai McGilvery. I think we've, we've featured him on the show. Didn't he have like a viral moment where he was being interviewed by the news? I'll try to track that down here in a second. His story described by Netflix as a happy-go-lucky nomad's ascent to viral stardom. Yeah! And the steep downward spiral uh, that resulted in his imprisonment. Hazelwood, a respiratory therapist and not a killer, is not connected to Kai or the murder case in any way, shape, or form. The picture of Hazelwood was of him holding a hatchet in June 2019 with the caption Hatchet by Gary Paulson, a reference to his uh, favorite children's book. Without any reason other than pure recklessness, Netflix misappropriated the Hazelwood photograph and used it in two separate parts of the film. Uh, The documentary premiered on Netflix. Hazelwood began receiving messages from his friends shortly after. What's happening here? One friend asked. So something not so chill happens later in the documentary. Your picture shows up again and he's charged with murder and it's just bad vibes. Interesting way to put it. Another friend asked, bro, what the fuck? Are you in that? (laughs) Like what? In the shit? Uh, More friends asked if Netflix asked permission to use his photo and how they got the picture. They put your picture up with a murderer, LOL, another friend said. They even blur some people's faces in the documentary, but not his. (laughs) Wonder why they wouldn't do yours. Another friend told Hazelwood, what the fuck? Explanation, please. One friend told Hazelwood that his mom thought he was now connected to the case or that he was another infamous murderer. And that was why the picture was used. Hazelwood's reputation has clearly been tarnished. There are many acquaintances who will see Hazelwood's photograph in the film and will assume the worst without contacting him to get the truth. The lawsuit states, Well, Hazelwood is seeking more than a million dollars in punitive damages in the lawsuit. I have a feeling they'll reach a settlement and it's not going to be for a million dollars. Be like a thousand bucks. 
and a free subscription to Netflix? Maybe that would be kind of cool. Lifetime subscription. All right. uh, Final story we have for you uh, today. Again, the Auschwitz Museum would like a word with you teenagers, you influencers. Could Could you please stop trying to act all sexy in our concentration camp? It's really not the place for a photo shoot. A visitor to the site of the Auschwitz concentration camp has been widely criticized on social media again. Like this happens every year or so for smiling. And you should never smile in a picture when you're in Auschwitz. Uh, Yes. uh, So she smiled. That was bad. And she posed on the railway tracks that once transported 1.1 million people, including 1 million Jews to their death. Jew. Yes, Nick, that's what I said. Uh, Maria Murphy posted the photograph to Twitter on April 15th. Today I had one of the most harrowing experiences of my life, she wrote. Yeah, it must have been so hard for you to visit the Auschwitz Museum and take photos where you're sitting stretching out on railroad tracks to post on social media. I can't think of a more harrowing experience. Why don't you go into that uh, museum? And read about what happened there, you stupid bitch. All right. Um, The post went viral. It received about 30 million views. In response, the Auschwitz Memorial and Museum urged people to respect the memory of the victims of the former Nazi concentration camp. Pictures can hold immense emotional and documentation value for visitors. Images help us remember, the museum wrote. When coming to Auschwitz Museum, actually it's at Auschwitz Museum, visitors should bear in mind that they enter the authentic site of the former camp where over one million people were murdered. Respect their memory. There are better places to learn how to walk on a balance beam than the site which symbolizes deportation of hundreds of thousands to their death. But if you're going to do it, make sure to at least use a real sad, moody filter. Paul Sawicki from the Auschwitz Memorial and Museum told Vice World News that, quote, while most visitors treat the historical site with respect, there are cases of inappropriate behavior. They're isolated incidents, but no matter how often it occurs, we believe we have an obligation to react. He added that he believed due to the museum and memorial's presence on social media and educational work, the number of images that could be considered disrespectful has been decreasing over time, which is great. Of course, teenagers will just find some other sacred ground to defile. Oh, I've got a great idea. We should reenact the Lady in the Tramp spaghetti kissing scene at the World Trade Center Memorial! Brilliant idea. Who needs Auschwitz? All right. Uh, There are plenty of other tragic sites to do stupid shit at. Uh, That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. Let's check in with a few calls. I think we've got some... uh, Patrons checking in here. Yes, caller. Hi, Sam. It's in the phone here. Oh, so, boy. Um, I just wanted to call before the end of April. I just wanted to thank you for all the years of education. Oh. I've learned so much from TV. A lot with, uh, you know, medical stuff. Prolapsed asses. Sure. Be careful. Hemorrhoids. Yeah. Mostly just prolapsed asses and hemorrhoids. It's all anal stuff. Cowgirl sex, and I learned about 
Oh, yeah. A lot of dick stuff, too. That's true. Some sort of Italian hoagie or sandwich. And uh, here's the dick hole one. With, uh, yeah, hypospadias right. or something. Mm-hmm. And you were mentioning something about not being right with the uncut cut. Yeah, if you leave that uh, skin flap around, you got to pull that shit back. You don't want nothing creeping up in there. Right. Making it all. Always got to pull that foreskin back. Unless your partner likes that. But uh, I wanted to thank you for all that. And I love that mashup, that heavy metal. And that oh, with Pastor Manning, yeah. That's uh, uh, Andy. What's the, his name? Andy Ren, Renfeld or something? Uh, All right. Well, thank you very much. Your, your your phone audio sucks today. Turns out you'll really gain a new appreciation for Brad Carter's work if you check out the Great Big Pranks podcast. Is this Great Big Pete trying to plug his show, or is this a Great Big Pranks uh, hater? Is there beef brewing between Brad Carter and uh, uh, Great Big Pete? Was that a little smack talking? There's some new voicemail wars brewing. Hey, Kenny. I got a question for you. This- my name is not Kenny. Why do people think my name is Ken? Or do you say Hey, t- Kenny. You know, that's definitely Kenny, not Timmy. I got a question for you. This is Sideshow Subscriber <laughs> and uh, Spotify Subscriber. Blow Blah I'm going to speak with Wisp because you think that Wisps are funny right now. But anyway... Well, what you're speaking with is not a lisp. Uh, you play the Duck Tales. Uh, what? The, the songs over and over in every language. And oh, I yeah. didn't like it very much. It wasn't very good. I made it 22 minutes, but I couldn't go anymore. And it was still 20 more minutes. You know what I did? I, I turned Asian. And I went like, oh, Mr. Kenny Boo. Uh, fuck yeah. you! you is fuck this Harry Cowie, Harry Harry Kawasaki calling in? Fucking uh, with your fucking Ducktales. I fucking loved the Ducktales when I was a kid, but now I can't fucking listen to it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. Let's do one more. Just someone with a normal voice call in, please. Hey Tim, I just heard that you finally got your new Kia Seltos. Congratulations. I really, really hope that you don't uh, 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 hydroplane in it. Wow. You know, the hydroplaning thing happened back in like 2005. First of all, come on. It's been almost 20 years. Give me some slack here. Isn't it time we put that stupid thing to bed? Second of all, hydroplaning is a real danger. I'm glad I could bring awareness to it. Be careful out there when it rains. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. You stupid fucking bitch. You're ugly. You wear highlights in your hair. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow, uh, if and only if you're Sideshow members. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday to end the week. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody!
Scribe.net.